0: in chronological order each episode we'll be discussing our experiences and sprinkling in a little lore along the way if you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read on the show email us at podcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcast evolved on twitter we'll be kicking off our coverage of halo wars 2 Woo! with the signal
1: yes i've waited my whole life episode. for this moment
0: <laughs> it's it's been a long road and we're oh it's going to be so much fun.
1: I'm so excited for this. I really am.
2: Guys, it's our last Halo game before Halo Infinite.
1: Infinite. It That's feels right. weird.
2: That's like when we strange. started
1: this, it seemed like such an uphill battle and such a climb. And now we're at the end. was yeah, like, it's we'll like, never
2: be done. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll <laughs> have content forever. And now it's like, oh, shit, we're almost done.
0: Yeah, it's wild. it's a good
1: thing, though. It's good.
0: So if you've been with us the whole time and you like what you hear, uh, feel free to support us at po- uh, Podcast Evolved on Patreon. You can also receive a free audiobook trial by visiting audibletrial.com slash podcastevolved. Uh, this, this episode, we are debriefing Operation Brothers Keeper and recapping our experience with Halo Spartan Strike. Those other voices, you've heard David Arnold say hello. Hello. And Krista Brown.
1: Hooray for little Halo games that aren't optimized on my PC and constantly crash. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> never
2: again. Uh, right.
1: Unfortunately, like I'll probably never pick up this game again because of the crashing issues. Ugh, yeah.
2: I'm the same.
0: That's too bad. All right, so I am your host, Colin Perkins. I will give a brief overview of the um, the last missions, operations, I guess, that we played, as well as as this one. We'll we'll, we'll talk about what this operation is all about, and then we'll just kind of get into the the recap. There's not as much in this game, um, so you know, I don't. We'll we'll just we'll see how this how this goes. The the last missions, the last operations, were Orphic Sphere, Steadfast Pursuit, Valiant Hammer, and Adamantine Shield. During the Battle of New Mombasa, a team of ODSTs was sent to obtain a forerunner device called the Conduit. Unknown at the time, the device was able to help open portals that could immediately transport anything across the galaxy. The conduit was lost as the Prophet of Regret left Earth, but reappeared in 2557 on Gamma Halo. A UNSC Spartan was sent to obtain the device and attempted to prevent the Covenant from using it using it to activate a portal via the altar and amass Prometheans on Earth. Woof! <laughs> After retreating to Earth, the Spartan helped uh, UNSC technicians use the conduit to shut down a portal in New Phoenix, we're familiar with New Phoenix, and stopped the invasion on Earth. Now, in this mission, uh, this operation, Brother's Keeper, a Spartan is sent to investigate the location that was described by a series of forerunner glyphs found during the Battle of New Bombasa. So these are two different two different groups, which is a, was a little weird for... For me, I know, I had, to, I had to kind of dig into that a little bit. Um, but those glyphs were found, again, back in the Battle of New back in 1020 and 2552. Uh, they lead to a Spartan, they they lead our Spartan directly to the portal device that the conduit activated at the altar. Realizing the immediate threat, the Spartan does everything in his power to stop the Covenant and the Prometheans from using the portal to invade and destroy earth this is in july 2557 this is all the same time frame when you know didact and and master chief are like having it out in the in the clouds above earth um or i guess in orbit of earth um with the uh with the composer and um yeah all that all that halo force stuff it's like this is all the same time frame here so let's talk about these, this operation a little bit. There are six uh, six missions, as there were in the previous operations. This is our little bonus one, and we had to get gold to actually get access to this, which was kind of a pain in the ass.
1: It wasn't um, as bad as I thought it was when you ar- originally told us. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I got the message, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm going to quit <laughs> right now. I'm out. I'm out. This is the end.
2: Yeah, That's only because it of the scar booster, though. If that wasn't a right. thing, I don't know if I would've ground out one or two of these missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The score booster pretty much guarantees you get gold as long as you finish the mission.
0: Pretty much. Yeah, I don't think and even if so I died a couple times with the score booster on, I was like, oh no. Um that's now I'm gonna lose my score booster and I have to spend another whatever thousand credits on it. But if you try to back out of the mission from there, it does bring up a little warning and say, Hey, you're gonna lose your save progress. Oh, which that's I,
2: cool. I've never
0: Which I believe means that, that you get that that booster applied each time you're you retry it yeah
1: on consecutive on consecutive tries it works but the problem is consecutive tries oh. crash the game for me so yeah good point i i would have to i every time i had to back out and then pay for it again but i never even got close to you know running out of credits
0: Oh, that's good yeah, a little weird, I mean not not the I, well, let's talk about that in the recap. We'll talk about the kind of the, the whole gold thing. Let's just talk about the 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 missions, the operation as a whole. It starts out with Rolum welcoming you to another, you know, a classified mission similar to the to what he did back in the Spartan Assault. Well, I guess he wasn't involved in the the Hydra Spartan Assault. That was just Sarah Palmer, but it's a classified mission that we that we have. Um he also describes how a team of ODSTs recover intel during the battle new so this is a little weird because that's also what happened at the very beginning of the game and this this mission is also a team of ODSts I feel like some of this maybe story stuff t- towards the end had a little bit to do with this the troubled um uh, development of the game where they can maybe reuse assets and things like that just to kind of finish it up and get it out the door I don't know none of that's you know it almost true like they're told
1: Just this whole mission makes me feel like there was supposed to be like a back and forth between these two guys as you're going through the mission. So you're switching back and forth between these two Spartans and it's Mm -hmm. a little more coordinated, but instead they just threw it at the end. But there is one big difference in E1. Okay. One huge explosive difference. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: like the grizzly you mean
1: <laughs> like the grizzly oh <laughs> i was so happy i'm like oh so this is how the dlc is gonna be
0: yeah yeah i mean it kind of is at least at least it bookends with really fun toys um which i enjoyed yeah the grizzly was nice and fun to play with we had what was there one grizzly in the other missions one other grizzly one at least uh, there's a scorpion there yeah, wasn't a, grizzly.
1: a this is the first grizzly we've seen oh, in Strike because okay, so like, it
0: yeah. was an assault gotcha yeah yeah yeah, that was nice. David, what do you think of that? how it started?
2: Uh, really good. Again, I got my hopes about... Well, it didn't really, but I was like, this madness would have been cool to play as the ODSTs. I'm, yeah. um, definitely would have been pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was fine. It was a good start. I was happy to be back in the city. I liked the setting. Um, yeah. The missions were kind of the same. Well, they were a little bit different, but um, I, I did enjoy them. I didn't really pay attention to the floor box as much this time around, though um mm -hmm. but i had some fun noticed some good missions
0: you know i one thing as i was running through this i ran through a couple times um just to i don't know i don't know experience it i guess prepping for the show but i was hoping because you see in the background you see the scorpion and then you see the um oh it's the scarab and then the scorpions at the beginning of the the early operations i was hoping at one point because it took me a while to figure out. Oh, these are two different Spartans that we're playing as. Um, I wanted to see like the other Spartan, like running around down and down below. Oh, that
2: would that have been cool, been wouldn't cool. it?
0: Because they're kind of, they're operating at a similar time frame.
2: Are, well, are you thing, two different?
1: They're avatars. Go ahead, David.
2: Are are you two different Spartans between D and E? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. So E.
2: You would e have to be. E in is a different set. Of, it's well. It's, it's a just different a simulation set of
0: OES, yeah, it's a simulation. You're right. So we would have seen potentially like the ODSTs from the original operation. That would have made the most sense, I guess.
1: I guess technically, yeah, you're playing as the same Spartan going through the simulations. But I wish between D and E there was a visual difference between the two Spartans. Yeah. Like maybe he's blue instead of orange or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just because it would have, you know, kind of made you realize it a little sooner that you're playing as completely different person in these missions
2: yep well you're just a different yeah. set of odsts I don't, I, you know the spartan that you replaces the odsts with it's still quote-unquote you so it's the same spartan do you know what i mean I, i'm confused yeah
1: it, it gets confusing because it the game makes you feel like you're playing as the same person through everything but you're really not yeah, like you start you're, off as an ODSTs. Armor. Yeah, you start off as ODSTs, and then by the time it's twenty five fifty seven, you're someone completely different.
0: Even though you have the same armor.
2: Oh, the mission you're running. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So I think it would have been better if, like David said, you were playing as an ODST just so you could see the visual difference between all the characters that you're supposed to be following mm-hmm. in this kind of endeavor to figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah yeah i agree with that the uh the the opening mission i did like how when you're back you goes back to the grizzly you yes. drive up the side of that one highway and you have the race firing at you from across, on the other side and then you get a double back that was back pretty here. cool yes. yeah it
2: was like doing like yeah. a like a run kind of like true it i also like
1: that. how there were a lot of like cars and shit in your path that you got to smash that yes. was cool that was very enjoyable
0: yeah, that was a good little grizzly power fantasy. Any, <laughs> any of the other missions in the middle that stood out to you guys or anything? And anything else, I don't know, you thought was decently fun? Krista, any? Besides, I mean, um, we'll talk about the last mission, I feel like, separately, but anything in, in between there?
1: You get Kestrel back-to-back in E3 and E4, which was fun. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. yeah. um, In E5, there's that big orbital bombardment that you have to, like, dodge. Yeah. That was cool. Like, it was a Covenant one instead, but it was still kind of fun.
2: Man, I I died a lot in that mission. I don't know why, but I just died a lot. Not even from the bombardment, but even just from the swarms.
1: Uh, I died a lot in E6. The
2: last one? Yeah, me
1: too.
0: My notes for E5 are, run around with your pants on fire until you jump through the portal. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. oh
1: yeah. What I did for that was, uh, I had that kind of like weird... Armor ability that turns you into like a little spark kind of thing. Oh, teleport! Yeah. And so yeah, and so once all of the uh, all the enemies just got way overwhelming, I'm like, all right, see ya, and I just went over to the portal with that.
2: That's a good idea. Yeah,
1: it was fun. I had a fun time.
0: Let's talk about the last mission then. The so previously we had been running around as the as the other Spartan. Um, we had been running around this Oni facility and trying to you know figure out how to shut down the portal and and this final operation we pop out of slip space so the other the other spartan like somehow gets back to earth he like hops on a what don't we get on a spirit and then from there we somehow find our way home soon after that and then this spartan hops through the portal itself and ends up right outside of the Oni facility and he while while the the first spartan is inside you know trying to shut down the portal this new spartan is outside trying to just hold off all of the the covenant and the prometheans that are coming through the portal which is cool right like when you when you finally think about it and put it out put all that together when you see the spartan at the end you know like oh okay and i, I was confused at first and I, I um i think i played it again and I, I had some back and forth with chris aiken to kind of piece everything together for myself Um, so it's there, you know, it, it, you know, all that information is there, but it, it, it didn't click with me right away. I was like, wait a minute, where did that Spartan come from? Um, it wasn't until I did a little more digging that it all sunk in. What did you think of the overall combat and the the gameplay of that, that last mission? I mean, hop on that turret and do most of the damage.
1: Yeah. That's how
2: I did it at the end. But I, I was totally surprised, like in a good way of just the super weapon dump, and all of the armor abilities just being spread out, like the ones you would have to pay for. That was a nice little kind of reward yeah. at the end of the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, we got all gold missions on previous uh, levels, so the least they could do is give us a lot of fun weapons to work with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the first time I've picked up the Spartan laser in either of these twin-stick shooters.
0: Okay, and how was that?
1: Uh, it was really interesting. The beam lasts for a lot longer than in the first-person shooter games, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It still has, like, the charge up and everything like that, but it's a little more oomphy.
2: It's like a just a <laughs> stronger focus rifle, kind of. You know, it has yeah. a solid beam that goes off for a couple of seconds, and then you have to kind of wait for it to recharge.
0: Nice. I picked up the rocket launcher and just had had a heyday with that for a while. That was
1: fun.
0: <laughs> it's got like 150 ammo. You just, like, what is happening? And
1: yeah. also they shoot, like, right after the other. You just, like, hold down the trigger oh, and you're the, just shooting, like, 10 at once. Yeah.
2: The rocket launcher is crazy, but fun. It's like that in the other, in the other game as well. problem is you can
1: kill yourself with it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Then I think one of the, what do they call them, the assault ops is to blow up, I think it was, like, five of the turrets with a grenade launcher but i think it only sh- they are there's only like three that pop up so yeah some of these assault ops are made so that you can play the yeah you it's play it's the it's missions multiple times it's like that another yeah. one as well
2: i think we we said the last episode as well
0: yeah so anyway I, I mean i had a lot of fun with it and it was fun to see the hornet come down and um you know you have to defend Ugh. that for a bit oh my then...
1: god that hornet is made of like paper mache
0: oh i blew you it up so away many from... times.
1: You walk away from it for like 3 seconds and it's like nope, I'm going to die now. Really? Oh my Oh I yeah. died.
0: I think I just was on the turret the whole time.
1: Yeah, I that's enemy.
2: how I did it when I finished the main, it, the actual game it was like sitting on the turret.
1: Yeah, okay. the first couple times I played the turret right next to the landing pad got exploded because I was just being a bit careless with my rockets. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so I made a I made an effort to not let it explode, and then I was able to win. But like at one point, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so difficult! Why is this so difficult?" Yeah. You have to be on the turret. If you're not on the turret, you will lose.
0: So you had your hornet blow up?
1: Oh yeah. Yes, I think it was twice.
0: Oh jeez. I even blew it I, up.
1: I was trying to just myself. run
2: and gun with it, yeah. Oh, with the rockets. With the rockets, and I was airstriking as well. And I was like, "Why is my airstrike blowing up my own thing?" I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seemed like the perfect was... moment cuz the whole roof was full of enemies. I'm like I'm air striking right now, which was satisfying, but then I failed.
1: <laughs> but then my my only ride out exploded.
2: Yeah. It's a right. very
1: good strategy, David.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it felt good. It felt good. I like that's how they had
0: I like how they had that big like EMP wave or the electric wave. You saw that. So that was that's the moment when the uh, the first Spartan he deactivates the portal. So that that was kind of cool to see how that flew, f- you know, flowed through into this operation, this mission. And then you, you, it says, "Hey, you got to go rescue that guy." So you have, just kind of have to run up to the top of the screen, and then he pops out, and you both run down on the down to the hornet. So that you know, it tied oh. it all together, which is cool. Oh, I oh, never. Oh, do you have
1: to run over to him? I just let yeah. him run to me. I stayed by the hornet.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. I never. Uh, I, I felt. I felt like I had to because there was like a little yellow dot at the top of the screen. So I just abandoned most of the the most of the enemies were cleared out anyway at that point. So I just I just hopped off the turret and then went up to the top. And then there was a couple coming up at the top, and then he, he kind of burst through the top of the screen, and then we just jogged to the hornet together.
1: There's like a beat where he gets into the hornet, but you can't do anything, and I was like, oh my god, the hornet's about to explode. Please <laughs> oh, let me on the no. hornet. <laughs> I got on, it was fine, but it was just, Ooh. I was very anxious. I'm like, all right, game, please, please, yeah. I just want this to end.
0: That would have been bad.
2: I. Had a, like I did like a slow retreat with the rocket launcher because I had a full one when I was rescuing him. And the enemies just constantly spawn on that bridge where he runs from, so I just let him run by me and I stood there for way too long, and I got a <laughs> ridiculous score. I think something like six hundred thousand or something like that in this mission. Oh what? <laughs> yeah, it was it was just from I like constantly stringing together all the kills, and it was just it was mad madness. That's crazy. What a way to, Well, cool. Uh, Any, anything else you
0: guys want to talk about before we get into the to the recap? I have a couple of thoughts, but what um, David? Do you have anything else you just want to touch on?
2: Overall, pretty good game. I liked the missions. Didn't like that there was locked behind the gold stars, but again, that wasn't actually that difficult in the end. Um, mm-hmm. I think they did a pretty good job, and the assault ops, even kind of earning the credits, rewarding you. They were pretty good with the rewards. I think are uh, pretty lenient, so you can kind of you always kind of had something to buy i felt if should you needed it uh definitely should have had co-op this could have been way more fleshed yeah. out of a game and way more successful i think um yeah. after playing these two games i think i'm way more open to another one than i realized do you know what i mean i think interesting it, i think it would be really funny I me mean, look at like what we're doing like they do like this. my date is now but, like minecraft dungeons just came out so you can see like a game that has like a co-op that's in like a weird genre it can do really well and be really fun mm-hmm. and i think this like a Co-op twin six shooter. I mean, how badass would it be being an ODST unit? If there's four of you all playing in like a twin six yeah. shooter, like defending an area or, or dropping down on, on in in a in a pod, it'd be so much fun.
1: Well, could you imagine? Because there are two different teams going on. What if you co opt but you guys were doing kind of two different missions at once, and then like met up at the end or something like that?
2: That'd be so dope. That's like Gears of War style. You two go over here, and we go yeah. over here like yeah totally it would
1: have been so cool
2: though mm-hmm. imagine like I... two people on the roofs and two people on the streets or something like i mean all that kind of shit would have been would have been excellent um all the would have be good positive ran like shit on pc stupid pc games boo Um, <laughs> i don't know it, it was good i'm pretty positive on the on the game as, as a whole
0: yeah chris any any overall thoughts
2: um
1: I really enjoyed the game when it wasn't glitchy. Uh, I thought it was a lot more polished than Spartan Assault was. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the story was a little more interesting than Spartan Assault as well. Even though it didn't have kind of a main villain, which is something I liked about Spartan Assault. Yeah. Um, I mi- I did miss the co-op. I really enjoyed playing the co-op with David, so I wish they would have added that. And why is this not on Xbox? Yeah, I know. <laughs> why do I have to play it on my PC? <laughs>
0: So one of the things I wrote down, just some of the questions um, that I wanted to cover off on is like, is this game, was this game necessary? You know, like mm. it's, it, you know, I I think Spartan Assault was there, kind of dipping their toe into mobile gaming and, and trying to figure out if that's a, you know, if that was a good format for Halo and maybe they could try to make a lot of money doing that. There was monetization. And then this one, they took the monetization out. They, I think they did they polished some things, but they're also they it wasn't as polished as it could have been, so um and then you know again, it was supposed to release earlier than it did, and they had to finish it up kind of it feels like they rushed it out the door and just kind of patched it together at the very end um but like from a lore standpoint is does this story is this story complicate things does it add that much to the halo universe david do you think that that this story's doing anything that for like for the larger universe at all?
2: No, I like how it, it ties in, but I didn't honestly care, if I'm perfectly honest, about either mm. game's stories. Um, one of them because I had the stupid lady, and this one, because in <laughs> any game where you're just like a faceless, no-named thing, I kind of lose uh-huh. a bit of interest in your story. Yeah. Um, I, I like being in a character that, who you know and you get to act out as. I, I like that a lot. Um, And I think Halo has come... Leaps and bounds and, like, giving you a character to play as and that being interesting, dropping you into a world. So, I think...
1: Would you be more motivated to, like, the character if this was tied into, say, Halo 4 and it was, like, your Spartan doing these missions?
2: I mean, that's... Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Because, like... You mean, like, if it was Reached it as yeah. well, like, where you created your own Spartan and brought that into the campaign, which was cool. But, ultimately, Noble Six didn't make a strong impact on anybody. Neither did, um... George. George. Well, George, right. <laughs> uh, The Rookie. Uh, him, the Rookie, sorry, yeah. And even though I know... That... I don't
1: know. I don't know. Everyone is so ticked off that they killed off the Rookie in the book. I still yeah, see posts all over Twitter about it, about how they're just so unhappy that they killed the Rookie. I think and the other half of the community is like, what did you expect? He was a nameless, faceless character. Right.
0: Yeah. He was called the Rookie the entire time. Right.
2: I mean, there was because he had a story about him, which is more than Number Six ever had, I think it made him more interesting and more likable. And like, to get, I thought that book was awesome. I loved, got really excited that the rookie was in it. And it was a big impact to have him killed. Like, do you know what I mean? Spoilers. Uh, do you know what I mean? I thought that was cool. But, and this one where they're like, you're playing as this, in a simulation, as a Spartan replacing a team of ODSTs who just die. Just like, yeah. just, do you know As I, mean? I was like, oh man, come on. I mean, they mm-hmm. definitely could have made this more interesting in terms of like I said before, your you are the ODST who becomes a Spartan in the later. That would have been awesome. I mean, what if this was um oh, totally blanking on the team. What about
0: those ODSTs that were in that Halo 2 cut? Yeah. Oh, that little...
2: Yeah, that little vignette I trying to I was yeah. trying to think on what that team was or even what the Bravo, the I don't know what they're called. A day at the beach is that little kind of site. Yeah, that one. Like, that yeah. Cool. Why not? Why not have a game like right there? Like that would have been cool. You're in the city. Mm-hmm. You're in the right timeline. You could just continue that story. Like that would have been cool, for sure. Yeah.
1: I would have. I would have loved to see more new Mabasa in yeah. this instead of it just kind of switching up and making you go on Gamma Halo. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, imagine if, like, I mean, there was months of fighting on Earth between the Covenant, the remains of the Covenant, like in between. Like the activating of the ark and the covenant doing their digging. I mean, there was loads yeah. of shit happening. You could be anywhere on Earth fighting covenants. Do you know what I mean? They just they focused their fight at their efforts on in and around the the portal. But like,
1: or even like during Halo Three when the flood has been unleashed on like this horrible, horribly like disfigured city. That would have been a really cool mm-hmm. setting as well.
2: Damn straight. I mean, imagine that being like. Encountering the flood as a human and the human—that would have been in a human city. That would have been so cool. And then so having like the shipmaster come in and like glass everything at the end or something. you like running away from the beams yeah. and shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would have been sweet.
0: The other thing this this game it really couldn't do is it couldn't advance the Halo story because when this was developed, no. yeah. it was developed between Halo Four and Halo Five, so. It really only had up until 2557 to tell any sort of a story so i think that they were trying to to give you a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new with this um and and that's part of the problem with some like there's a lot there's these big um it, there's these really important times in halo that are that are like lots of stuff happens It's crammed all in like a day or two right and so a lot the majority of the story on the back end anyway is crammed into these couple days that Halo 4 was going on, and they, that was a little bit of a product of like well if we wanted to make it somewhat impactful and and to like mention New Phoenix because you know New Phoenix from Halo 4, we kind of we only have this small little window for for it all to fit in. And so that that plays into some of the um, trivia that I, that I dug up with with the help of Chris Aiken. he says um so the Spartan in operations B through D, so that's the, you know, when we're finally in 2557 in the, in the base game, or before we have to unlock Operation E. Um, so those oper- that, that Spartan um, took the long way back to Earth via traditional UNSC resources. I mentioned that a little bit um, earlier. While the Spartan from Operation E was transported from Gamma Halo to Earth via the Forerunner Slip Space Portal. Um, the timing of operations B and C in relation to E is just, it's kind of ambiguous. You don't really – there is no direct crossover there. But though all those events um, had to have happened between July 24th or before – after July 24th but before July 26th because that's when – and there's you know we're kind of at the end and we're going to talk about halo wars too so if you read escalations that's when chief goes on to gamma halo and the compo- composing of the of the die deck happens um and then all of a sudden gamma halo we don't know where gamma halo is um it just disappears so and that happens on july 25th i think it's the tale on july 25th or july 26th so all, a lot of this stuff happens right in that little time frame so they're kind of squeezing this story in the, in there which is cool, but it's also it's also kind of problematic when you're trying to piece everything together.
1: It also feels like slightly pointless. Sure. Like Spartan Assault was supposed to kind of endear you to Sarah Palmer,
2: mm-hmm. which of
1: course it didn't do, but at least it had a purpose. It was like, we're going to introduce you to this character and show you how cool she is. This one's just like, let's make another twin stick shooter. Yeah. We're going to put new Mombasa in there because people remember new Mombasa.
0: Mm-hmm
1: i think if they picked one location it would have been better if they picked like just new mombasa or just gamma halo or just new phoenix it would have been a little easier to follow mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah i agree i mean and some of this may be like contractual stuff too like in the background maybe they signed a contract with vanguard games to do two mobile games and so this is the second of the two something like that um so you know and we don't know all that behind the behind the scenes stuff but um yeah so it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing. I'm gl- I'm glad they did it cuz I had fun with it, but I, I also, you know, from a mission debrief standpoint, I'm very ready to move on and play Halo Wars 2. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, um, I feel like they could have made like of a, a stick twin stick shooter that just didn't have a story and we would probably been just as happy.
0: Sure. Yeah. It could have been some completely just like random. or just like
1: random missions throughout the Halo universe, not like something consecutive, just like, like a oh, true they're...
0: simulation. Where yeah. It's just like um, what do they call it? Um, on the Infinity.
1: Oh my war games. games? War yeah, games. Could have just been what... could've been war games. What if they simulated some of the famous battles from Master Chief's career, but just in twin stick form? Yeah. Exactly. That would have been epic. We would have been so happy. I don't know. Mm -hmm.
2: That might have been a bit repetitive, uh, depending on on what. Maybe in a different style, it would be okay, but. Because
1: you could do, like, Assault on the Control Room or something like that, but just in Twin Stick. Yeah.
2: Okay, you're intriguing me, Krista Brown. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Assault on the Control Room.
0: Yeah, that could be, like, our greatest hits, highlights of. You know, that would be you cool. Know, Master Chief, obviously. But and that would
1: have been a good kind of lead up to Halo 5 because Halo 5 was all about like, oh my god, is Master Chief a hero or a traitor? Let's go back and see what kind of stuff he's done. Oh no, yeah, that would have been tried cool. To do that. They tried what? to do that with Halo annivers- 2 Anniversary, but it would have been cooler to just have like some of the major battles from his career. Because we could even go back and do like the Fall of Reach or something like that.
2: That would be cool if you played as Locke, investigating Master Chief's past, going through and replaying his things. But you're like, like that would have been cool. Now you've got me thinking, Krista Brown. Why don't they let us into their twin stick shooter? (laughs) Twin stick shooter. Three (laughs) for three.
1: Three for three. Yeah, hit me up, man. You know how to contact (laughs) me.
0: (laughs) So let's talk about this in comparison to Spartan Assault. We've mentioned it a couple times, but what what? Flat out improvements that they make when they, from, as compared to the, f- the first game? Like, what's what's just better?
2: Straight up the straight? controls. I love yeah. that. The, the controls are way better. The stick indicators are key. I think grenade throwing is way easier. I think it kind of locks and you control mm-hmm. further, more accurate. I think that's yep. really good. And also, vehicle controlling, I think, is, is miles better too.
1: I think the level design was also a bit better. I think the levels flowed a little easier.
2: Yeah. for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that they were, you know, I think there's there's some reusing of assets and things like that and that's just natural with, with development, but I didn't feel like I was like in some of the missions in Spartan Assaults like oh, it's the space jungle mission again where it didn't feel that way. Like you're running through the city, but you're running through like a different path and and it's um there are different encounters and they made it made it a little more interesting from that standpoint. The the weapons, I think like with the BR was was a big add. And they just the, Prome- oh, you know, the, the Prometheans so and, and whatnot. Having the, the the difference in enemies, I think, helped a lot too. Anything that Spartan assault did better, you think, Because You mentioned that the fact that you're you know you're an established Spartan, you're Sarah Palmer, but anything else? Co-op. Out? co-op. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mm-hmm. think.
1: Also, I think that having kind of because they kind of identify the enemy towards the middle kind of beginning ish where they're like this is the leader we need to go kill him
2: Mm -hmm. and i think
1: that's kind of helps drive the story on a little bit when you have like a physical like person you need to kill instead of being like "Uh, there's forerunner glyphs but uh, what do they do (laughs) i don't know there's just follow the forerunner stuff the forerunner stuff you're like oh okay i guess i'm following the forerunner stuff
0: yeah that's true the, and the conduit itself is interesting. It's kind of the MacGuffin throughout, but it does bring up some interest when, when, you know, I was digging in to try to figure out how this all worked. It, it, it's interesting because the conduit, the way that I understand it and talking again with Chris is that the conduit was used to activate the portal in the previous missions. At, at the altar itself, but the altar wasn't a portal you don't find the actual portal until we get to operation e Which is the one that we're, we just talked about so that's the portal and then there's also the portal device that's on earth And so that's the one that you're, you're shutting down. So somehow those two play off of each other And the, the conduit's able to turn them on and then also turn them off so something that's interesting to think about is if the conduit turned the portal off on earth and then the conduit dis- I think disappears at that point, like the conduit's gone. Yeah. But that all that means, well, that brings up a question: is is the portal did did it also turn off the portal on Gamma and any other portals that are out there, or is it did it just turn off the portal on Earth and somehow the one on Gamma is still there, or still active? So there's some interesting kind of like maybe that stuff tie, could potentially tie into the larger, you know, Halo, Halo story down the road. Who knows? But um, that was one of the things that took me a while to figure out because, you know, I, it was a, I was assuming when I was playing in the their earlier operations that, you know, that altar. Oh, that's the portal. OK, cool. I'm, I'm shutting that down. But no, that's not the case. It's even though they're both giant orbs, they're two different things.
1: I don't think they did a very good job explaining exactly how everything works to you. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think I had a clue what was going on, to be honest. And especially, in, <laughs> especially in E. I think I kind of lost track of what you like, were. Glyphs were going here, we're going back to the more. Yeah.
1: And I even read every single blurb for every mission. It's just like, it doesn't give you much. This This.
0: Yeah. they I mean, they're short and sweet, but they're almost a little too short and sweet. Whereas the the ones in um, Spartan Assault were like long and d- they described the, you know, what was going on and and um, but then a little bit also about the mission. So yeah, they, they neither of them really hit the hit the hit the mark on hey player, here's exactly what's going on. This is everything you need to know so that everything pulls together at the end. But you know, I mean, it, it's all there. It's just not you know it's not delivered in the, in the, the best way. All right. Um, any other thoughts? Oh, I have one more trivia and then we do have community. So we got to, got hustle out of here. Um, oh, the other one, let's see here. Oh, I already mentioned the other one, but how we, well, the gamma, the gamma portal could or could not be open. That was the other trivia that I had. So um, yeah, I, I didn't do the recaps. I do want to do those really quickly, um, but before I do that, and then we do community, do you guys have any, any final thoughts?
2: nope nope <laughs> okay cool
0: all right so i'll just read our recaps so this is the all the games here that we've played so far and then we'll start getting to, to halo wars 2 which we're very excited about yes and then uh, we'll do some community questions and get out of here for you so um uh the games that this are these secondary games that we've played so far um so halo wars the spirit of fire chases a covenant fleet that's Searching for ancient technology across the galaxy, the Prophet of Regret plans to use a Forerunner fleet stationed inside a flood-infested S.H.I.E.L.D. world, but needs a human to activate the ships. The Arbiter Ripper Morami captures Professor Ellen Anders and forces her to wake the Dreadnoughts to save humanity from certain doom. Captain James Cutter gives the order to use the Spirit of Fire's FTL drive to destroy the S.H.I.E.L.D. world. Uh, While the ships are still inside, Sergeant Forge sacrifices himself by manually activating the FTL drive, causing the planet's sun to go supernova while his comrades make a furious escape. The remaining crew, including ship AI Serena and Spartan Red Team, are left floating in space with little hope of rescue. That happened way back February 4th, 2531 to February 25th. 2531 then in fireteam raven we dropped out of slip space and explored the mysterious halo ring that cortana randomly brought us to with the help of ai wellesley fireteam raven battled the covenant discovered the flood and helped master chief use the pillar of autumn's fusion reactor to destroy the ring world super weapon in order to save all life in the galaxy that was september 19th 2552 to september 22nd 2552 just telling a different story within the halo ce t- time frame in Halo's Spartan Assault, a Covenant Splinter sect violated the Treaty of 2552 and attacked the UNSC forces stationed on Dratheus V. The planet's moon was discovered to be a forerunner creation that could both build and destroy planets. Spartans Davis and Palmer led the effort to stop the Covenant leader, Merg Vol, from harnessing the devastating technology, repel the invasion, and evacuate the system. Davis doesn't survive the operation, but Palmer perseveres and honors her fallen comrade. Now in Spartans Strike, the complete story. During the Battle of New Mombasa, two separate teams of ODSTs obtain critical pieces of Forerunner technology. The Conduit, an artifact with the ability to activate portals across the galaxy, and the location of a portal device. The Conduit is lost as the Prophet of Regret leaves Earth, but reappears in 2557 on Gamma Halo. The two UNSC Spartans... Uh, Two separate UNSC Spartans are deployed on separate missions, one to obtain the conduit and the other to locate the portal device. Both successful, the Spartans retreated to Earth and shut down a second portal located in New Phoenix to stop the Covenant and Promethean invasion. There we go. We got there. So Whoa. now the next recap will be Halo Wars two,
1: yes, and that'll yes. bring us up
0: to date on all of the the Halo games that have been released as of recording. Um, I'll cover off on some of the prep information in a little bit. Well, actually, I'll do that right now. So so play play along with us, right? We always love you guys to play along. Um, so that so Halo Wars two takes place between March twenty eighth to April 2nd, 2559. Whoa. We're way in the future now. Um, the DLCs are May 1st, 2559, and then June 5th to f- June 4th to June 5th, 2559. So the furthest that we can play right now um, is June 5th, June 5th, 2559 in the Halo universe. So resources to read. You got hunters in the dark that's out there. It talks about some arc stuff. Um, pretty much, read. you can read everything now. Read, like, soak it all in. <laughs> um, some of the uh, other important ones: Smoke and Shadow. Yes. Super interesting. Renegades, uh, Ren- too. Yeah. Renegades. Oh, super yeah. Interesting. Uh, Saints' Testimony is in there.
1: Oh. Um,
0: you could read New Blood. You could read Bad Blood. we got Envoy, Legacy of Onyx. Um, and then there's some Evolutions and Fracture stories that are also relevant. Just read well.
1: all 30 books. Just read, read them everything. all, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but
0: there is the comic Rise of Atriox. And I would advise, and this is what I'm going to do, uh, read that first. Read Rise of Atriox first and then start Halo Wars 2. It'll just be more impactful. I think we've talked about in the past how Halo Wars 2 came out and then Rise of Atriox came out afterwards. And some of the stories overlap. So it, it wasn't as impactful reading that comic series after you'd already played Halo Wars, Halo Wars 2. Then I would also suggest, watch the Halo 2 commercials, because they're amazing.
1: Oh, they they're are. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, like, I, like, I like I the ones where he's a uh, car salesman.
0: Yeah, like those are funny, and then the <laughs> one where like there's this giant war going on, and like Atriox and Cutter just like strolling up to each other, and all this stuff's happening. They're very good.
1: Let me tell you, I saw that Atriox suit in person, and it is giant it is huge it didn't have the tie on i asked jeff where it was and they said they got mad at the tie and took it off but (laughs) there was there there seems to be kind of a discrepancy between like the people who thought that those commercials were funny and the people or people who are like this isn't atriox at all why are you doing this so oh come on the marketing team and the lower team weren't uh weren't quite all on board with each other which kind of makes it even more funny because they were kind of fighting over the tie
0: yeah but that I is love the one where scary. he's got the head, they're on the airplane and nature has got his <laughs> headphones in. Yeah. Love it.
1: It's it's really dumb, but we'll have to talk <laughs> about that on the first episode of Halo Wars. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All
0: right, let's do community and we'll get out of here. David, what you got for Facebook?
2: The Facebooks, written by Colin Perkins, created a poll, admin, June 1st, 10, 13 p.m. While playing in a Halo campaign, would you rather control a nameless character that you can customize, or a named character that has an established personality and style? Question for mission debrief, Spartan Strike recap episode. Almost overwhelmingly, we got named and established character. No surprise in the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. And that's about forty-six to eleven. Oh. Uh, Krista, you are nameless and customizable. Well, what's what's happening here, Krista Brown?
1: Um. So. Like, when I, I like Halo Reach because you do get to customize your Spartan and it's really cool to see them in cutscenes, but I think that there can be a third option in between these two, that a character can be kind of nameless, but also customizable, but also be an established character, because Bioware has been doing it for years. Shepard mm, could yeah. Shepherd could be whoever you want Shepard to be, but Shepard was still named, and they were still an established character in the universe.
2: I mean, that's true. If John could be customizable. I mean, what's to say you can't customize Spartan's armor? Um, There's no reason behind it. I mean, we know how highly customizable it is from a lore perspective. We know that they changed their armor for various reasons between games and stuff, so there's no reason why you couldn't be a character and have an element... Of customization there. It isn't just multiplayer.
1: I don't think you could change. John's. I don't think you could change the already established. Spartans armors. But if they, you introduced a new Spartan. That had a name or a service tag. Or something like that. They were just called like 345. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were called Spartan 345. at 5. And you could customize their armor however you want. They're, they, they're still voiced. They still have a story but you still can make them your own in some way.
0: I th- I mean, I, I would like that. I think that would be cool. They just, the, the way that they've done that in the earlier games with the rookie and noble is they didn't really give, they almost, they, they w- didn't get, allow them to have a personality on top of the customization. Yeah. So, which and maybe that's just the issue that they're having. They're struggling with like to make it canon, to make it a solid lore you know, this person needs to have a specific, specific look, but I don't think so. You just
1: play as, like, a Lucy where you can't talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's kind For of like what the Link. rookie was. Yeah, yeah. like, Huah! just makes the Link sounds, <laughs> but I mean, you could, like, in Breath of the Wild, Link couldn't talk, but you could, you had dialogue trees. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they kind of got around it there. You never see Link actually talk, but you can still interact with characters.
2: Yeah, that's, that's super dumb. <laughs> yeah. oh I, I it's legend of zelda
1: agree, but... it would be kind of weird if at this point it'd be really weird if link talked
2: so. no they could do it
1: no it's illegal they
2: could do well
1: i'll go to nintendo prison for even talking about this
2: <laughs> anyway there are some good comments in there too um i won't keep this too long but um everyone does kind of cite that like yeah everyone loves reaching odst as games but they would have been better if their character, if they were character- named characters. I think they would too. But I think you always had to die in Reach. I think that was always the way it was gonna go. And that that's probably easier to yeah. do with an unnamed character. But um, maybe you would have had, but like that would that felt weighty at the end of that. Maybe yeah. it would have been even more so if it was somebody if you were playing as as a character from the Fall of Reach books or something like it. You pull the name out of one of the other teams. You know, I don't know. But um, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Thank you, cool. everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for everybody who responded. Um, all right, cool. Krista, what do you have in Discord with the Duke?
1: The Discord's exactly the opposite. There are 13 people for nameless and customizable, and six for named and established. Okay,
0: that's which interesting. Which is interesting. So it's yeah. all
1: the Halo community is pretty divided with this. So uh, Spartan B312, who says Krista's best host. Pretty much just says he likes to be a character like no noble six that you can customize have has a few lines stuff like that. Then the discord just falls apart after that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Barlet King says I would prefer a named character if they had more personality. Master Chief is just too dry for my liking. Ooh, Ooh. that's some that's some fighting words there.
2: Controversial, feisty man.
1: Spartan Tundra says I prefer a customizable character uh, because I like to see my own Spartan running around and getting blown up hmm. just, just put your your just have them scan you into the game so every time you die it's just you see yourself dying over and over again <laughs> and then Rai says I've said my piece on this not letting Krista steal my ideas I'm not sure what that means hmm. that's it Rai thinks cool. I'm stealing his ideas. I'm going to have to go beat him up later.
0: Yeah, go go beat was, him up with words. I you know have an army. You...
2: Just send them after him.
1: It's true. I have an army and I have subjects and I'm their queen. I think I'm going <laughs> to lean more, more towards like a Daenerys Targaryen queen though. I think that's what I want to yeah, be. Yeah. Right <laughs> Where Trent has Definitely. to kill you
2: in the end. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be a good story. It'll be fun.
0: All right, well, I didn't make you guys rank these games. We're not going to rank the other ones, but which one's better? Let's just do that. Krista, is Spartan Strike better or Spartan Assault better?
1: I enjoyed playing Spartan Strike more, even though it was on PC and crashed all the time.
2: Okay. David? I think this is kind of hard, but um, because Assault really took me by surprise by how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. on top of the co-op actually being really good fun and then Strike is a probably a better game from the gameplay perspective but doesn't have the co-op elements I like and also ran like shit um yeah. so I kind of find it hard to say but I'm maybe Strike in the end because of how better some of the missions were structured as well even if the story was a bit weren't on, on this one sure I could I'll go with Assault cuz of Palmer yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> Loser.
0: <laughs> All right, that'll do it for a debriefing of Operation <laughs> Brothers Keeper and a recap of Halo Spartan Strike. On the next episode, we'll be covering the signal from Halo Wars <gasps>
2: 2. What? <gasps> Say what? Send us
0: your thoughts. PodcastEvolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at PodcastEvolved on Twitter. You can also support the show by visiting PodcastEvolved on Patreon. And don't forget about that free audiobook trial. Visit audibletrialcom evolved. Until next time, Evolve.
1: Evolved. I'll see you soon, Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>